Okay, let's talk about Jack Hughes' spectacular season. Everything people wished for Jack Hughes to become, he was able to answer that, which is why I gave him the nickname, The Truth. We have a lot to talk about, including can he potentially win the Hart Memorial Trophy sometime down the line? Like I said, there's a lot to talk about, and we're going to hear from Jack Hughes himself. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey club, a play announcer, Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credentialed media member, Trey Matthews. Okay, I have done exit interview breakdowns for Nico Heischer, Timo Meyer, Jesper Bratt, Lindy Ruff, Tom Fitzgerald, and others, but now it is time to get to the franchise player, Jack Hughes. What more can I say about Jack Hughes that hasn't been said already? Because similar to a lot of his teammates, he was able to have a career year. In today's episode, I'm going to give you guys a recap of his season, and I'm going to share some of my thoughts from an optics standpoint. And then, obviously, I was able to get some sound bites during his exit interview, had a chance to ask him a few questions. So I'm going to incorporate that into today's episode. And then in the third and final segment, I'm going to revisit a topic that I have discussed a couple times in the past, which is the probability of Jack Hughes someday winning the Hart Memorial Trophy. Let's first recap his season. Jack Hughes, once again, had a phenomenal year, and I only and I believe this is just the tip of the spear for him because I think he has a lot more potential that he has not untapped yet, and I think Devils fans should be very fortunate that he is on this roster, and he is definitely going to be the player alongside with Nico Heischer that the Devils are going to build around so that way they can someday form that dynasty team. But obviously that's years from now, but let's look at this season. Jack Hughes was able to lead the team in goals, assists, and points. He was also able to lead the team in power play points with 31. He led the team in offensive point shares. He was second on the team in point shares, trailing just behind Dougie Hamilton. He led all forwards with average time on the ice. He was tied on the team for third for most game-winning goals, and he led the team in shots with 336. And obviously, I'm sure there's a lot more advanced analytics I could look at, but I don't need to look at the advanced analytics to tell you that Jack Hughes is special, and I'm sure you guys can vouch for me in that case. Now, the main question is, what is Jack Hughes' potential? Because I just said moments ago that I think this is just the tip of the iceberg for him. Well, Here's, here's what I think. Jack Hughes was able to perform phenomenally while wearing a devil sweater, obviously, and we know how special he is, but I still think people around the NHL world, while they have acknowledged that Jack Hughes is a good player, I still think people are hesitant to say that he is a Hart Trophy candidate in a, in a few years or wherever the case might be. So I'm here to say that Jack Hughes, his full potential has not been reached yet. It's been a slow start, and obviously people were calling him up a buzz. People were saying he was injury prone, but I think this season, similar to a lot of his teammates, once again, he was able to have a career year, but he was able to silence a lot of those naysayers, all the people who were doubting him. And Jack Hughes was the prime reason why the Devils were able to have such this historic season, because 
he was able to not only set his career high in points, but he broke the franchise record for most points in a single season. And and like I said, he is still relatively young. He's only 22 years of age. He still has not entered his prime. And I think come the end of his lengthy eight-year deal, I think Jack Hughes will go down in Devils history as the greatest skater to ever play in a devil sweater. And that is saying something, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility because the numbers he's putting up, a lot of the players that were on the devil's roster during those Stanley cup runs were obviously great. But like I said, Jack Hughes is just 22 years of age and he was able to break Patrick Eliash's record for most points in a single season, a record that has uh, withstained within the devil's organization for over 20 years because Patrick Elias set that record back in 2001. So I think Jack Hughes can definitely just take his game even further. And I'm sure you don't want to just hear my thoughts on the matter. Here's what Jack Hughes told me when I, when I caught up with him during exit interviews and asked him what was he most proud of during the course of the season. And also worth mentioning before I play the soundbite, I just want to say that the answer that Jack Hughes gave me, this actually uh, was shown throughout the NHL discourse. It was featured on TSN. It was featured on Bar Down. Amanda Stein tweeted about it. I believe the score did an article centered around that soundbite that Jack Hughes shared with me. So that was actually pretty cool that Jack Hughes' answer to one of my questions was heavily utilized throughout NHL. Basically, people were talking about how he was so proud of how far he had come as a player in his very young career because people were calling him the biggest bust ever. And now he was able to solidify himself as a pretty good player in the league. So here's what he told me verbatim. What are you the most proud of from uh, your personal playing um, this season? Like what what accomplishment that, that you set out uh, and you achieved? Like what sticks out? Yeah, I mean, um, I think, you know, I had a really good year and established myself as a, as a really good player in the league. So I uh, think maybe like the goal scoring a bit. I don't know if uh, anyone expected me to score 40 in my career, let alone like like three years after everyone was calling me the biggest bust ever, you know, so, <laughs> um, so that was, that was good. But like I said, it's, um, that's, uh, that was a positive year for me and a good stepping stone and, you know, everyone in the room, that's, you know, our big pieces, that's a, uh, as a team, that's a big stepping stone year and we should be a really confident group going into next season. Jack Hughes couldn't help but smile while answering my question because he was trying so hard to hide his uh, his missing tooth because he was just he was just like uh, using his lip to just uh, basically hide it a little bit. So that way his teeth wasn't showing. And but while he was answering my question and just boasting about his great season, he couldn't help but smile. So I kind of like that. I got a smile from Jack Hughes. I'm, I'm feeling rather proud of myself. Once again, Jack Hughes was able to solidify himself throughout the NHL as a very dynamic player. And I talked about it in a, in a couple episodes, including yesterday's episode in which I said that the devils are going to try to build the team around Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. And I commend Tom Fitzgerald for doing so while not breaking the bank, even when he got Timo Meyer, because now Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer are both set up for great success down the road. And if Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes are able to, maintain their overall production going forward then like i said in the previous episode i don't see any reason why the devils couldn't be considered a dynasty 
years from now if they're able to win maybe one or two Stanley Cups and make those deep playoff runs. Because I think Jack Hughes and Nico Keisher, these are the dynamic players that you want to build around because Nico Keisher, he is the all-around superstar. But the reason I say that Jack Hughes is the franchise player is because obviously, no disrespect to Keisher, but Jack Hughes is going to put up the bigger offensive numbers. And he was so close to getting 100 points of the year. Had he not gotten hurt, had he not gone on that little bit of a slump towards the end of the season, I think Jack Hughes would have shattered uh, 100 points and he would have definitely gotten a lot more attention. And like I said, I'll discuss that more in the third segment when I revisit the topic of Jack Hughes potentially winning the Hart Memorial Trophy. But nonetheless, in this segment, I just solely wanted to focus on Jack Hughes' season and his potential because it's going to come, guys. And if if the end of the season was any indicator, Jack Hughes knows how to turn it on when it matters most. Because remember when Jack Hughes was struggling a bit, the season was winding down, and people were like, oh, he's not even going to pass Taylor Hall's uh, points record when Hall won the Hart Memorial Trophy, let alone Patrick Elias's franchise record. He was able to tie Taylor Hall. The next thing you know, same game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, he was able to surpass Taylor Hall. And then not too long after that, because once again, only a few games remaining in the regular season, he verbatimly said it. I want that bad boy. He wanted to break Patrick Eliash's franchise record for most points in a single season. And he set out and he was able to do so. So obviously my goal for Jack Hughes come next year is to finally reach a hundred points. But at the same time, I think he could definitely uh, get his name into the running for the Hart Memorial Trophy, similar to what Nico Keisher was able to do for the Selkie Trophy. Okay, so I had the chance to ask Jack Hughes, like, what does he want to approve upon during the course of the offseason so that way he can add more to his game? Because obviously, uh, as a player, you want to find ways to just improve what you bring to the table. You want to add a a different dynamic because you don't want to remain the same. Otherwise, teams are going to figure you out. So here's what Jack Hughes had to say in terms of what he hopes to work on during the offseason. And in another soundbite, he also talked about the team and how happy he was that the team was able to approve alongside with his development. Check it out. I know you, um, you've you taken your game to new heights, but I'm curious to know what are you going to work on during the course of the offseason so that way come next year you can even take it uh, higher? Yeah, just, uh, you know, the same formula, same things I've been doing to um, get better each and every year, and, you know, I'll continue to get better. So um, don't really change the recipe, kind of just – Uh, keep doing what works. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, this season in general from your perspective and also the team's perspective because you guys, once again, you showed tremendous improvement and the whole team in general showed improvement. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you don't want to be the young group that, you know, everyone just keeps saying, oh, they're young, they're young, you know. We were a, a young team that took major steps and, you know, now I think people are starting to realize we could be a really good team for the next bunch of years so um we did a good job and you know like i said we're looking to build off that just listening to those sound bites from jack hughes people like like i said uh in segment one people were calling him a bust at one point because jack hughes statistically had the worst performance for a ford that was selected first overall since the late 90s when joe thornton did it but i said look at what joe joe thornton was able to do Uh, throughout his career I'm sure he is just fine with how his career turned out and yes that means that Patrick Steffen 
had a better rookie year than Jack Hughes because Stefan was also a first overall pick who is infamously known for missing an empty netter goal at point blank. So Stefan was statistically better than Jack Hughes. And then obviously you had that 56 game COVID shortened season in which uh, Alexi Lafreniere, he, I guess you could technically say he performed worse than Jack Hughes, but that's a debate for another time. But I love the overall improvement from Jack Hughes. And I'm going to talk about what I hope he adds come next season, but let's just reflect a moment because like Jack Hughes said early on in the episode, he said that people were, were was calling him like the biggest bust ever because obviously he was selected first overall and he was relatively young. He was like, what, 18 years of age and he is now being thrown into the fire. He didn't play in the AHL, obviously. Uh, unlike his brother, Luke, he didn't play a couple years in college to try to develop or polish up his game. He is thrown into the pack of wolves right away. And yes, he did struggle a bit. But the fact that Jack Hughes has now grown from basically being a solid contributor to now being an all-star caliber player who can possibly win the Hart Memorial Trophy in the future, I think that speaks volume to what Jack Hughes can potentially become, like I said in segment one. But the one thing I said for Jack Hughes and the one reason why I always believed in his capabilities is because it's similar to Nico Heischer. He just needed to be given another chance, but not just any other chance a chance in which he's able to play in more games. So his rookie year, not nothing impressive. He appeared in 61 games. He had seven goals, 14 assists for a grand total of 21 points. Like I said, statistically speaking, he was the worst uh, performing first overall forward since Joe Thor in the late 90s. And then the following year, the COVID-shortened uh, season, in which uh, the NHL only allowed for teams to play in 56 games, he appeared in all 56 games but he only put up 31 points. He had 11 goals and 20 assists. So I, if, if I remember that season correctly, I think people were like, okay, that's all right. That's an improvement. And obviously it's only 56 games. That's not really a big sample size, but it was nothing to write home about. I'm sure everyone uh, around the NHL discourse was just like, okay, Jack Hughes is going to be a solid contributor up and down their lineup. And then here's the thing, Jack Hughes, game-winning goal, opening night, during the 2021-2022 season, remember that famous uh, he, he threw his uh, stick into the stands after getting the game-winning goal against the Chicago Blackhawks to open up the season? I think that's when we started to see Jack Hughes just shift his game into a different direction because I think people were starting to see that Jack Hughes can someday be a superstar and he is beloved by the fan base. However, in that season... It was once again shortened due to injury because Jack Hughes got hurt the second game of the year against the Seattle Kraken, thanks to Lawson, uh doing a bit of a nasty hit on him. Then Jack Hughes wasn't really able to finish out the season despite returning from injury. But in 49 game appearances, he had 26 goals, 30 assists for a grand total of 56 points. So that's averaging over a point per game. And not only that, but he was able to get 14 power play points that season as well. So I think what people thought from Jack Hughes was like, what can he do if he's given more games and stays healthy? And that was the overall narrative because I'm sure a lot of people were just saying like, oh, Jack Hughes is never going to really uh, get to that superstar level. But I think everyone throughout the Devils fan base was just like, okay, he just needs to play in more games. And once he is able to do so, maybe just maybe, we could see Jack Hughes just blossom to that superstar that we knew that he was capable of doing. 
And here's the thing. My prediction for Jack Hughes going into this year, here are my expectations. I was like, okay, don't call me crazy. But if Jack Hughes is able to stay healthy, I think we can expect a Taylor Hall type of performance from him because I anticipate for Jack Hughes to maybe get 100-plus points. And once again, the expectations that I had for Jack and the team was to be fighting tooth and nail for a wild card position because I was like, I think this Devils team can do it. They just need to remain healthy and make sure that all their guys remain on the same rank because uh, there was an interesting stat put out last season in which uh, Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes, Mackenzie Blackwood, and Jesper Bratt, all of them hadn't really played on the same sheet of ice for an extended period of time. So none of them were really remaining healthy when one was playing, another one was injured. So I was like, take that into consideration. Once again, stay healthy and stay off the injured list. And Jack Hughes was able to do that. I was like, Taylor Hall type of year. And I think Jack Hughes can become a finalist for the Hart Memorial Trophy. Obviously that didn't happen, but his name was in the running throughout the course of the year because you couldn't ignore the fact that the Devils were showing great improvement and showing great success during uh, Jack Hughes's uh, resurgent season, if you want to call it, because he was able to appear in 78 games. He had 43 goals, 56 assists for a grand total of 99 points, which again, he led the Devils in all three of those categories, goals, assists, and points. So that's my thing for Jack Hughes, which is he has shown tremendous improvement throughout these last few years. And when people say like, oh, Tim Stutzel is better because Stutzel has more points in these last few years. Well, I'm like, while that is true, here's where you can manipulate the stats a little bit. And for anyone who says that Jack Hughes is less than this player because this player has more points in this three-year span or whatever case might be, think of it like this. Jack Hughes went from being a bust to leading the Devils to a historic season that saw them play second in the Metropolitan Division, and they were able to advance past the the first round in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Who, what was was that on anyone's bingo card? I don't think so. And what's and Jack Hughes was able to have a pretty respectable performance during the course of the playoffs because a lot of players did struggle. But Jack Hughes playing through injury, uh, playing through the physicality in that series against the Carolina Hurricanes, he appeared in 12 games. He had six goals, five assists for a grand total of 11 points. And once again, the physicality did take a bit of a toll on Jack Hughes. He did reveal that he was dealing with an injury in game five, which is why we didn't really see much of him. He said it was nothing serious. So don't, don't lose your head in that regard. But I think for Jack Hughes, the one thing that he needs to improve on is just get a little bit more physical or Lindy Ruff should strongly consider if Timo Meyer does return to the devil's organization, which is the most likely outcome, put Timo Meyer next to Jack Hughes. So that way you have someone to protect Jack Hughes because once teams get a knack for uh, the capabilities of Jack Hughes, if that Carolina Hurricanes game was any indicator, teams are going to play physical against Hughes. And he's a little guy, and he, he could get moved off the puck, and sometimes he can't use his speed to his advantage. That's my thing for Jack Hughes, which is, and I think it's something he's heard ever since getting into the league, and I think into his second year he was able to put on 15 pounds. But my thing is, like, Jack Hughes needs to gain just a little bit more muscle I don't care what you do, uh, work out, eat McDonald's, something. You need to gain 10 pounds in something so that way he's not just like so small and scrawny out there. He he can actually like stand up for himself a little bit. I'm not expecting for him to fight or anything, but he but you can't tell me that he just needs to put on a little bit more weight so that way he can maintain himself at least. 
I'm not expecting for him to be like this big brute physical enforcer. That's not what I'm wanting at all. And I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say he needs to gain like 50 pounds, but maybe anywhere from five to 10 pounds, just add that little bit more muscle or whatever the case might be. So that way he's not pushed around when teams start gunning for him. Because if you guys recall, sorry, ladies, but during the hurricane series, Jack Hughes did lose a tooth. Just saying. So that's my thing for Jack Hughes, which is he's absolutely right. The team was able to show big improvement and his development has definitely uh, gone in the right direction. And his game, only the tip of the spear, only the tip of the iceberg, whatever analogy you want to use. I think this is only the beginning for Jack Hughes and what he's capable of doing. And what are my goals for him within the next few years? Well, I'll talk about that momentarily. But before we continue, let me tell you guys about FanDuel. So make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. It's such a shame that the Lakers got eliminated because that was my team. But because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, there's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. And now, let me tell you guys about Bird Dogs. So I look better and feel great while wearing Bird Dogs. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great, and they're comfier than my other shorts and pants. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts and pants on the golf course, to a meeting, or maybe a date, or hang out with friends. And here's the thing. I split my time on the East Coast and in Arizona. Doesn't matter where I'm at. It's summertime. It gets hot. So I'm going to rely on bird dogs to make me look good, but feel comfortable at the same time. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. And when you enter the promo code locked on NHL, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. Okay. Let's talk about Jack Hughes and the possibility of him winning the Hart Memorial trophy. And I'm going to make a case as to why he should have been a finalist this year. Uh, You know what? Take it how you will. But I think he does have a legitimate case. But before we get into it, here's what Jack Hughes had to say when I asked him about the chances of him winning the Hart Memorial Trophy come next season. Got to ask you uh, this because we know how valuable valuable you are to this uh, team and roster. And your name was in there uh, in in the running at times for the Hart. Um, I got to ask you uh, come next season, is that something that's uh, on your bucket list or something that you see in your sights? I I mean, the season ended two two days ago. I'm like, I'm going to put my feet up the next couple weeks. I'm not really too worried about that. While it might not be Jack Hughes' goal, I think he can definitely get himself into that position because here's the thing. Jack Hughes was statistically great, but when comparing him to the rest of the NHL field, obviously he kind of fell in that category a little bit. So even though he led the devils in goals, assists and points, he was never in the top five in the NHL in either of those categories. So I get that makes it a a little bit of a, of a tough sale, but in this case you can manipulate the stats a little bit and say, yeah, maybe uh, amongst the rest of the NHL, he wasn't able to put up these types of numbers. And obviously, Connor McDavid is going to run away with it. But at the same time, you could say, like, look, he contributed big for a Devils team, a Devils team that was uh, not really heading in a good direction. But come the end of the season, they were uh, in the midst of a pretty legitimate run during the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I get that that people might think that's somewhat controversial, which is probably why someone like, 
Patrick Elias is not in the Hall of Fame because while Patrick Elias is the all-time leader in the Devils for a lot of categories, compared to the rest of the NHL field, I guess people consider Patrick Elias to belong in the Hall of Good. But then again, why is Marion Hossa in there and not Patrick Elias? But digressing a little bit, I think Jack Hughes, like I said, he's 22 years of age. He's still very young. He hasn't hit his prime yet. But I'm going to make a case as to why he should have been one of the finalists to win the Hart Memorial Trophy. I don't care what you think. Here's my case for him because I remember writing a story about it just not too long ago. So Hughes led the Devils, once again, in all three major scoring categories, goals, assists, and points. He also led the Devils in a lot of other categories, like we mentioned, including breaking Patrick Eliash's all-time franchise record for most points in a single season that has been held within the Devils organization since the 2000-2001 season. In addition to that, Hughes also collected more points than what former Devil Taylor Hall, 94 points, did during the 2017-2018 year campaign in which uh, Taylor Hall was able to win the Hart Memorial Trophy, and he became the first Devil to do so, re referring to Hall. Obviously, I talked about Hughes being a dynamic player, and not only that, Hughes has shown that he is capable of going great lengths during the course of the game when it matters most, because I remember uh, one of his shifts against the New York Islanders back in December Hughes was playing like a lot of minutes straight in period number three to try to amount a miraculous comeback for the Devils. That's one of the first games that comes to mind. But this season, Hughes played in 78 games and the Devils were the third highest scoring team in the NHL with 289 goals scored. Since Hughes had 99 points, that means he was responsible for more than one third of those goals because he either scored it himself or was able to get a primary or secondary assist, which is 34.2% if my math is correct. So if you guys recall, when I look at the Hart Memorial Trophy, I look at three categories. Obviously, I just once again reiterated the stats category. Now let's look at impact because remember remember earlier in the episode when I said that Jack Hughes only appeared in 49 games during his junior season in the NHL? Well, dating back to last year, Hughes' impact was felt throughout the course of the season because he only played in 49 games, meaning he missed 33 of them. During his absence, the Devils weren't able to generate much offense and found themselves going on extensive losing streaks. Once he came back from injury in November of 2021, the Devils' offense became more consistent. However, when he got injured yet again during the end of the season, the Devils finished the year on a six-game losing streak, and that led to discussion as to whether or not Hughes could remain healthy because obviously Jack Hughes got hurt second game of the year, and he wasn't able to finish out the rest of the season. That is impact, because without Jack Hughes, the offensive dynamic just isn't there. Uh, we saw it once again during the course of this season when, when Hughes missed four games after the All-Star game. While the Devils were still able to tread the water and they were able to rack up some of the, the, those wins, look at that game against the Columbus Blue Jackets in which Ryan Graves had to score when there was literally only just a few seconds remaining in the game. The Devils outscored the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, a couple other times during the during the season. So I think that's a good sample size to just basically determine how big of an impact that Jack Hughes has on this roster because the Devils have played the Columbus Blue Jackets three times and two of them were blowouts. And the one game in which Hughes did not play in, the game was very close and about to go into overtime. So there's where Jack Hughes' impact was dearly missed. And now, narrative. I've been saying it throughout the course of the offseason, throughout the course of the playoffs. The Devils went on a 13-game win streak. They broke the franchise record with 52 wins. 
and they were able to have a plus 49 point differential, which leads the entire NHL all-time record. And they were able to finish second in the Metropolitan Division, 100-plus points. And it's Jack Hughes who was able to have a career year, take his game to new heights. And while I know he is not just the sole reason why the Devils were in that position, you can't argue that he played a big factor in that. That's my case as to why Jack Hughes should have been a finalist for the Hart Memorial Trophy. Now I get 99 points. That ain't going to cut it because you got players who are who are getting like 100 plus points like like Connor McDavid. He he is just going wild and crazy. It's it's not even fun. And the other uh, candidates for it are obviously David Pasternak of the Boston Bruins. Bruins were able to have a historic season themselves in which they were able to break the wins and points record. And then the Florida Panthers, a team that literally got into the playoffs via the wild card, now advancing to the Stanley Cup final and just swept the Carolina Hurricanes, the same Carolina Hurricanes team that gave the Devils so much trouble in the second round. Matthew Kachuk, just just amazing right now. I'm sure Calgary has to be kicking themselves knowing that they lost Johnny Goodrow and Matthew Kachuk in the same summer. But digressing a little bit, not to take anything away from McDavid, Pasternak, or Kachuk, but I think when you look at the narrative for Jack Hughes, he at least needs to be in the top five or somewhere in that ballpark. He needs to be in consideration because what the narrative fits, the stats, while they might not be up to par to the rest of his peers, Jack Hughes played a vital role in, in which the Devils were able to have their own historic season and his impact is dearly missed. I, I know I talk a lot about Nico Heischer. I know I talk a lot about Timo Meyer, Jesper Bratt, Eric Halla, whomever, because this team obviously has a lot of depth. But if you don't have your franchise piece in Jack Hughes, you ain't winning uh, 52 games. That's not going to happen. And once again, the Devils, 52 wins. That is the most in franchise history. So we're talking about the three times that the Devils have won the Stanley Cup final. They didn't get 52 wins. So I rest my case right there for Jack Hughes. Do I think he could become a future winner for the Hart Memorial Trophy? Absolutely. In fact, come next year, we might see Jack Hughes just uh, take his game to new heights once again. My only critique for him, just add a little bit more muscle. Gain 5 to 10 pounds. That's my small critique. But then again, that's me just trying to find the minuscule things to, to say to Jack Hughes because I got I to gotta say it to everyone at some point. But it's not that big a deal. Either way, Jack Hughes, like his idol Patrick Kane, I think he is on the right trajectory to become a, a future MVP winner and not just be – great for the devil's organization, but just be great throughout the NHL. So that's my opinion on Jack Hughes and why he should someday win the Hart Memorial trophy and why maybe he should have been given more consideration this year. So let me know what you guys thought about Jack Hughes and his historical season. What did you like? And do you think he can someday win the Hart Memorial trophy? And if you have any minor critiques for Jack Hughes, what are they? I'm curious to hear your guys thoughts. So if you're watching on YouTube, Leave a comment down below. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. After this episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.